We are ready to roll the uh, the Wednesday night edition of the Employment Hour. Lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff going on. And your phone calls, of course, the lines just cracked them open. They're ready for you, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. And one 225 talk that would be absolutely toll-free. Lots of stuff to get through tonight. Looking forward to a bunch of calls. So, uh, so bring them on. It's a live show. It's a call-in show. And your questions and comments are what we uh, we feast on here every night, Monday night, Wednesday night, the weekend shows, and Employment Hour at 30 on Global TV and CTV on your weekend mornings as well. Having said that, my, my, my brother, what's, uh, what's going on with you tonight as far as the week that was? Uh, well, you know, it's uh, I, I was at the Raptors game uh, on uh, yeah. on Monday there, and apparently uh, during the national anthems, right at the beginning there, the, the the camera zeroed in on my beautiful, handsome mug there for for a while. And again, uh, yeah, I know, seriously. Well, they they need good ratings, so that's why they did that. Uh, and uh, I got flooded with text messages, people telling me you're on TV. In any case, uh, it, it didn't didn't end as well as I wanted, but uh, I'll uh, I know. I'll be there at home cheering tomorrow with everyone. So uh, go go Raptors! You bet. Uh, but I had a quite a busy week. That aside, uh, talking to people about employment uh, rights, uh, it's uh, it's been very busy so far. I can't believe it's just Wednesday. It feels like it's been longer than that. But we do this on the show. I do this off the show. Talk about law, about employment law, about workplace rights, about things you need to know if you're working. Things you have to know, in fact. So if you have a question about your workplace rights, like you do every week. Bring them on right here. Take advantage. Uh, we're going to answer as many questions as we can. Take as many calls as we can. Uh, there's no such thing as bad questions. They don't call me the employment lawyer for nothing. I, I solve employment law issues. Uh, quickly, week there was a couple situations that came across my desk, uh, which, by the way, shows the power of, of this uh, TV show. You'll see what I mean, or, or this radio show. Uh, I spoke with a gentleman who was off for two years for uh, for medical leave. Uh, and uh, slowly but surely was getting better. Finally, after two years, was cleared to return to work. He contacted his employer and uh, told him, yeah, I'm ready to come back to work. His employer said, well, we don't really have a job for you uh, right now, but we're going to start looking, and uh, we'll let you know if we find something. So he figured, okay. Well, guess what, John? That was a year ago, and you hadn't heard back from them at all, never heard back from them. And he wow. figured... Well, okay, I guess they couldn't find a job for me. It's not their fault I was sick, so I guess that's it. I'm done. I don't get anything. I move on. Uh, and that's what he assumed, except very recently he heard this radio show, and he learned, well, wait a second. I actually may be owed something. So he called me, and guess what? Of course he is owed something. This is a 15-year employee. When the company didn't bring him back, whether they didn't want to, they forgot, whether they, they couldn't because they didn't have a job, that is a termination. He is owed severance. Now, not the company's fault that he was off, but doesn't change the fact that if he, they don't bring him back, if they're not employing him anymore, they've terminated his employment. He's owed right around 14 months severance is what I assess him as being owed. Uh, and, and he only found that out because of this uh, show, which I'm, I'm very, uh, very happy about. But I wanted to remind everyone here that when you come back from work, uh, from a disability leave to work, your employer has to make all reasonable efforts to take you back to the same job. If they don't, they can't, they won't. There could be human rights issues, but it's certainly a termination. You're certainly owed severance in that situation. Remember that if you don't get it, if your employer is not cooperating, they don't bring you back, they don't want to, call me, let's talk about that. Don't wait a year like this gentleman did. Uh, don't sit on your rights. 
By the way, it's one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred to get a hold of Lior at the at the office as well. Help at employmenthour dot com. You got something else to talk about? Want to bounce over quickly though to uh, to Paul? Hey, Paul, thanks for calling in this evening. How are you, pal? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good, sir. What's uh, what's your concern? Uh, it's in regards to a doctor's note. Um, I had a doctor's appointment a couple weeks ago, and uh, I didn't get a doctor's note. And my boss questioned me about it. And I told him that I went there, and uh, um, my boss asked me for the doctor's name and the phone number, and they were going to call to confirm that I went there. So I gave them the doctor's name and number, and I guess the doctor's not going to tell them that when they call, right? Uh, So now my employer wants me to draft up a letter and uh, requesting a doctor's note, and send it to her, and she's going to send it to the doctor and get proof. Do I need to get a doctor's note? Well, if your employer asks for a doctor's note, yeah, they're allowed to, uh, and, and that's fine. But the simplest way to do it, rather than go through your employer, just call up the doctor, ask the uh, the assistant there to, to get a, a doctor's note. There may be a fee. I don't know. They may charge you a few bucks for it. Uh, but that's the easiest way. Just give it to your employer rather than have the employer contact the doctor. It, it's unnecessary. Yes, an employer is allowed to, to get verification or, or get a doctor's note. A lot of employers don't oh, don't bother because it's you know they, they'll take the employee's word for it. But if your employer wants that proof, yes, they can get it. But just, just call the doctor's office. You could probably have one very quickly uh, and get this matter resolved. Leo, the kind of the, the issue that I have with that is uh, I've only been with, at this job for about four months, and uh, I really didn't want them to know that I went to this type of doctor. Um, you know, I, I don't want to put my job in jeopardy. Um, I, I could be, you know, I could be sick. Um, I so understand. I really didn't... No, and that's, that's an interesting point. Uh, one of the things, well... Yeah, they're allowed to refer doctors. Note. Perhaps your family doctor can give a doctor's note verifying that that uh, he sent you to a specialist, maybe, and and confirm that you you visited the specialist on this day, without saying who the specialist was. If that's not possible, your employer is allowed to ask for a doctor's note, even though you may now want them to know the type of doctor. But keep this in mind, Paul. They cannot let you go because you you could be sick. You are sick. The type of issue that you have, the doctor that you're seeing. That would be illegal. You, you okay. have this kind of dome of protection around you, so you shouldn't be worried about that. If from a privacy standpoint, maybe you can work through, through your family doctor. If that's not a possibility, I still say get a doctor's note uh, and, and remember that they can't punish you in any way or, 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 uh, or let you go, of course, because you're sick. Can they let me go if I don't produce a doctor's note? They can't let you go, but what they can do is discipline you. So okay. let's say give you a warning, and, and potentially if, if there's a number of warnings over time, at that point they could could potentially let you go. Okay. okay. So that's um, now the I have, cause. Sure, sure. Now I have another question. Uh, it's in regards to, uh, I took the job mm, four months ago, and uh, it was a, a base salary uh, plus commission uh, to be determined at a later date. And... Um, it has been four months, and I haven't gotten a commission check. And the last time I talked to my boss, uh, he said to me that he wasn't going to pay me any commission up until today. And and start moving forward, he will? Well, that's to be determined moving forward. Um, he wants to put a, a dollar amount 
on on monthly revenues uh, in order to pay me commission. Now, I never signed a, an employment agreement, but I have an email from him stating, you know, base salary plus commission. Uh, but the last three months of sales, he says he doesn't want to pay me commission. So, so here's the, the problem is, you know, base salary plus commission, if that's all it says, that, that's fairly vague. Because it could yeah, be, yeah, commissions after a year or two years or, you know, commissions of 0.001%. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you you yeah. know what I mean? So yep. without some specificity, it's going to be very difficult to, to enforce that. You know, I, 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 my question to you was going to be, is there an agreement? Are they in breach of something? If they're not officially in breach of something, it's going to be very difficult to do something about that. That's why it's always a good advice uh, to, to have an agreement on compensation from the beginning so that later on, if the company changes things or, or doesn't live up to its obligations, you can do something about it. But when it's okay. vague like that, it's going to be very difficult to enforce, Paul. Okay. Yeah, that's what I kind of thought. Um, I think that's all that I have for you. Thank you very much, Leo. Thanks, Paul. Paul, appreciate uh, you reaching out. You want to get a hold of, uh, of Lior anytime, it is 1-855-821-5900, help at employmenthour.com. Is that a situation, uh, Paul, the first part of his, his question there, that it's uh, the employer has the right to prognosis, not diagnosis? Absolutely. So his employer yeah. is allowed to, to essentially confirm uh, you know whether he can work, whether he yes. can't work, and also confirm that he saw the doctor, but they're not allowed to ask what is the condition. Uh, you know, what treatment he's getting. I guess Paul's concern is if he says the type of doctor, it may tell the employer what kind of issue that he has. Right. Uh, you know, if you're seeing an oncologist, you know, it might suggest you have cancer, you know, for example. Uh, so, and I understand that from a privacy standpoint, but I, he should understand, of course, and remember that he cannot be let go, punished in any way because he's sick, regardless of what that illness is. He has a, uh, th that protection around them. It would be a human rights violation if he was let go. We'll get back to the uh, last few minutes here before we break. You had one more, uh, one more thing to talk about for the week that was, I think, right? Yeah, another matter that, okay. that uh, came across my desk again where kind of the, the radio show uh, was, uh, came to the rescue, so to speak. So uh, this is uh, probably one of the most outrageous overtime cases I've, I've seen in, in my long career. Uh, right. This gentleman for 10 years, John, worked 50 to 60 hours a week every single week 52 weeks a year okay uh and and never ever got overtime and his employer always told him and he had kind of a, a warehouse type job uh employer told him well you're a salaried employee you know you, you're making your, mm -hmm. your salary you're not an hourly employee so you don't get overtime right. and this i guess made sense to him he didn't question it and for 10 years that's what happened well he recently heard the show or perhaps it was someone that he knows heard our show and he realized, well, wait a second. Lior said on the radio that even salaried employees get overtime. Overtime, yep. So he called me, and he said, is, is that true? Well, yeah, it's true. It's 100% true. Not only do salaried employees get overtime, they get overtime the same as hourly employees. Any hours over 44 hours a week, it's time and a half. So, John, this gentleman for, for 10 years worked 50 to 60 hours. Jeez. So that's anywhere from 6 to 16 Hours of overtime. They should have gone time and a half every single week. God, that's a lot of money that no he kidding. didn't get paid over ten. It'd be in the tens and tens of thousands. Now, obviously, I can't help him go back ten years, but I can go back two years, and I'm going to do just that now to make sure that at least for the last two years he gets his overtime. And you know, it's an outrageous situation. And I wanted to remind everyone, employees and employers, that you get overtime if you work more than 44 hours a week. 
50 hours, you get four, six uh, uh, hours overtime. Time and a half. For hourly employees, we simply calculate your hours, uh, or, or sorry, calculate your weekly salary, divide that by 44. That gets us an hourly rate. Time right. and a half is your overtime rate. If you don't get your overtime, if your employer refuses, you call me. You can call also the Ministry of Labor for that. Uh, your employer has to pay overtime. Nice. First break is right here, right back at it. one 821 5900 to get a hold of Lior and the team. Help at employmenthour.com. We welcome your emails. And, of course, the phone lines are wide open, wide open. you got plenty of time to call in, ask your questions like Paul did, get some answers happening. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell, or if you prefer, one 225 talk That is toll-free. It's the Employment Hour right here, Global News Radio. The voice guy is correct. That is the, exactly the number you want to call, 416 416- 870-6400, star 640 on cell, and one 225 talk That would be the toll-free version of the aforementioned number. Please call us. We'd love to talk to you for the remainder of the show tonight, the Wednesday night edition of the Employment Hour. Uh, going on disability leave, well, I don't think we've covered this topic uh, topic in quite a while, have we? Yeah, it's, it is a topic that uh, you know comes up so often in my practice, probably more and more every year. Uh, what happens when you go on a disability leave? Uh, right. Can you go? For how long? What are your rights when you come back? What are the employer's rights and obligations in those situations? It, it can be a confusing situation. And, and for people that are on disability uh, leave, that is a, a very difficult time for them. It's mm-hmm. a stressful time. They're dealing with their health. Uh, there, There is stresses relating to work. So we want to simplify things. We want to give people the information as to everything they need to know about disability leave. So in between the calls over the next uh, couple of segments, we'll, uh, we'll talk a bit about that. As we uh, get Steve all lined up here on the phones, just taking a couple last-minute comments from Steve, we'll get to him and your calls as well. Bring them on. We have lots of open lines. What issues do you see when it comes to medical leaves? Well, first of all, there's the issues surrounding taking the leave. And, you know, oftentimes individuals are very concerned about, can I take a leave yep. uh, and, and what triggers it? And, and so we see that about people being worried that they can't, the employer won't let them take off uh, time uh, work. There's concerns about job security. If I leave, am I going to lose my job? Can my employer replace me? There's issues mm-hmm. surrounding coming back. You know, what happens if I come back and I can't do the job and I need accommodation? So right. there's all kinds of issues, beginning, during, and after the leave. Uh, and, and all of them are actually can be dealt with fairly simply. But, uh, again, you need, to, uh, you need to understand how the law works. You bet. We'll get to uh, more of those in depth. First, though, Steve, thanks for hanging on, fella. How are you tonight? I'm good. You? Good, brother. What's uh, bring us up to speed? What's going on with you? Well, I work for worked for a company um, IT, and we do a lot of the uh, set up, server setups for like the government and stuff like that. And my boss wanted me to like I'm a contractor though. Been doing it for 12 years. Mm-hmm. There's guys that work with me, and my boss wanted me to fire another guy, like get rid of him, tell him he's done. And I was like, I'm not doing that. It's not my job not even in part of my uh, duties right so i refused and then we both got it from my boss we both uh, got canned am i do i have any severance there it's about 12 years like it's not even part of my Hmm. duty so so let's talk a bit about that see 12 years what kind of hours are you working about 60 hours a week holy cow okay well let's stop right there uh, but let me tell you right off the bat, uh, Steve, you're not a contractor in the eyes of the law. You were an employee, uh, not even a question. I mean, you don't work for 12 hours, uh, 12 years, 60 hours a week and are a contractor. That's nonsense. 
Now, this is not about uh, you, you not firing the guy. Of course, you didn't have to fire the guy. It wasn't part of your job. It's simply an issue of severance. So I know what you were doing, Steve, and, and uh, I know you've been there for 12 years. How old are you, Steve? I'm 56. You're owed probably 14 to 15 months pay, okay? I said months, by the way, not weeks. And there could be other entitlements you have because of the fact that you were uh, uh, an employee, not a, not a contractor. That's not even debatable. So uh, you've been wrongfully dismissed. Again, this is not really about the... Uh, refusing to fire the guy. It's simply a question of whether or not you're an employee or a contractor, and you are 100% an employee. I want you to reach out to me as soon as possible off air, Steve. Uh, John here is going to give you my contact information in just a sec, and then let's you and I have a, a, a more in-depth chat, and I'll help you get that severance. You're absolutely owed it. Okay. Now, when we started, it was supposed to be like 44 hours, but I was always working more. And uh, I'm, maybe I'm entitled like overtime or something. He just paid me the regular hour for all those extra, all those extra hours. You got it, my friend. You, you're, you, there's a lot of entitlements you have here, and it's it's. Uh, by the way, if your colleague that that was also fired, I bet you he's an employee as well. Have him call me as well. He he may well have the same entitlements or very similar entitlements to you. Uh, you, you guys should both connect with me uh, asap. Steve, appreciate that call. Uh, 1 855 821 5900 is Lior's number. Use it. Reach out at help at employmenthour.com. Again, again, help at employmenthour.com. Now, he was in IT, so does he get overtime? So, if he's an actually uh, an IT person, then, then right. no, he's exempt from right. uh, overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, we don't know exactly what he did within that company. Uh, you know, he could have been uh, some sort of a, a project manager. He could have been sure. an office manager, right? I don't know. But uh, but can you imagine, John? Twelve years, you're working sixty hours a week, yeah. and someone would dare suggest that you're a contractor. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's just ludicrous. You don't, yeah. Again, you don't need to be an employment lawyer to know that that's nonsense. That's not the case. No, he, he's not a, an independent contractor. He is an employee. He couldn't be more of an employee if he wanted to. So, of course, he's owed severance, and that employer cannot let him go. Absolutely not without severance. And, you know, 12 years, he's in his uh, mid to late 50s. Yep. Probably 14 months is what he's owed. That's a lot of money. If this uh, rings a bell with you and your type of job, you're thinking, okay, now I don't know about me as well. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. No problem. Get it answered. one 225 talk That is toll-free for all employment matters. As a matter of fact, for the remainder of the show tonight, going on disability leave, that's what we were talking about in between the phone call. Now, if someone has to be away from work for medical reasons, what do they need to do? So it's actually quite simple. If you need to be off work for medical reasons, if something's happened, your health is impacted, maybe you have an injury, doesn't matter what it is. Yep. If there's a medical reason you need to be off work, to, to trigger that time off, all you need is a doctor's note. It's as simple as that. It doesn't need to be anything complicated. It doesn't need to say what the medical condition is. It doesn't need to, to say the treatment you're getting. Uh, it's a medical note saying that you have to be off for, for medical reasons. Now, uh, it, it would be a good idea for your employer to give a, an indication, for your doctor to give an indication as to how long you're going to be off if they can do that. You know, a, a month, uh, a week, a day, a, a year, what have you. Now, in some cases, the doctor cannot provide that information because the doctor doesn't know, in which case that's fine. Right. In some case, mm-hmm. the doctor may simply say, you'll be evaluated again in a month, and then we'll know more. But as long as you have a doctor's note saying you can't work 
your employer has to give you that time off. It's not up to them. They don't get to decide. They don't get to question the doctor. They can't punish you. Uh, and, and all that is is a doctor's note, simple. And once you have that, you can go off on leave. You know, you mentioned, you know, we'll reassess you in a month. You just kind of threw that out arbitrarily. But is there a, uh, is there a length of time that an individual can be away from work for medical reasons? And, and that is probably the, the, you know, one of the most common questions that I get. How long can I be off before I'm, right. uh, I'm really in trouble? Well, no, there isn't a specific time that you can be off. You can be off as long as you need to to get better. In some situations, it is a few days. Sometimes it's a month. Sometimes it could be even a few years. There really is no limiters uh, situation where, you know, frustration or contract, which we'll talk about later perhaps. But generally speaking, you can be off as long as you need to in order to get better. It's a good idea to keep your, do- your, your employer up to date and from your doctor yeah. in terms of and the fact that you know, you're, you're still working on getting better, you're going to uh, provide an, uh, another update down the road, but you can be off as long as you need to and your employer can't impose a time limit saying, oh, well, you can only be off this amount of time. You can be off as long as you need to, as long as you have your doctor's support. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, and 1-888-225-TALK. Toll free to call in, ask your questions. Mark, thanks for calling in, pal. How are you? Good evening. Not too bad. How are you? Good, man. What's, uh, what's your concern? Well, I just had a question. If you if you have a settlement that you're, you're owed severance and you go and, and get your severance through uh, the company, what happens if the company just doesn't want to pay you? What, what do you mean you go and you get through the severance through the company? Well, if, I'm not sure I understand that. If, let's say I deal with you and I'm owed 14 months of severance for my job, right. and you approach the company and say, you know, this is the, the severance he's offered, and they say, well, we're not going to pay it. Oh, I see. Oh, well, then that's what we have our, our legal system for, right? The legal process. And if I need to, I can get the court to make them pay it. It's not a problem. Uh, but because these things are so straightforward, in most cases, we don't need to do that. So here's it, it's very simple. L- let me put it this way. If I owed you $100, right, uh, but I offered you uh, 25 you, and you right. said to me, Lior, no, no, you, you pay me my 100 bucks." If I told you no, I guess I could. But they say, well, okay, I'll just go and get that from a court. And guess what? Then I'd be, <laughs> I'd have to pay you. It's as simple as that. If, if the company owes you 18 months severance, and they don't want to pay it, well, we'll make them pay it. It's as simple as that. And, and then they absolutely have to pay it once the, 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 the judge rules that they owe it? Yeah, absolutely. But the good news is, Mark, in most cases, we don't have to go that far. Okay. Uh, because I, it, I it, sure. it, it, it's actually silly for them to do that. It's, it's, it's silly. So I've, I've always listened to the show, and I've yeah. never heard that topic brought up, like what happens if they just don't want to do nothing with you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not up to them. The nice thing is the law decides how much you're owed, right? The law decides. So mm-hmm. if they don't pay you what the law says you should have, well, mm-hmm. that's why we have laws. That's why we have a legal system. That's why we have courts. Okay. Uh, so in most cases, because it's straightforward, we won't even have to do that. Okay, uh, sounds good. So that's why if you're ever let go, if you are let go and uh, your employer doesn't offer you what they owe you, no problem. We'll deal with it, and I assure you we'll get it for you. Mark, any more questions, feel free to bring them on, one 821 5900 to get a hold of Lior when we're not on the air here, help at employmenthour.com. But for the remainder of our time here, uh, it's 416-870-6400, star 640 
on your cell or one triple eight two two five. Talk that number is uh, is toll free. Talking about going on a disability leave. Um, what happens to an employee's job while they're on medical leave? I mean, probably not a concern if they're off for a week or two, but if someone's off for an extended period of time, that's uh, it's got to be a bit of a head scratcher, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and remember, an employer does have the right to run its business. Mm-hmm. And if if the employer has an employee that's going to be off for a while, the employer is not required to say, oh, my God, I, I guess i got to shut down the business because I don't have someone in this role. Right. So they're allowed to hire a replacement. Now, it, it, it's inappropriate for the employer to run out and get a replacement the second someone is off. Uh, they're, they're required to at least give the person an opportunity to see if they're going to come back quickly. But at some point, the company is allowed to, to hire a replacement. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they hired a replacement does not mean that the person off on a disability leave is let go. does not mean they're out of a job. Their status is assessed when the, the person is ready to come back to work. So the person off on a disability leave, when they're ready to come back to work, whether it's a, a month later, a year later, what have you, at that point, the company has the obligation to try to find them a position, whether it's the exact same position or, or a very similar position, and they have to make all reasonable efforts to find that. They can't say, we don't want to. They can't say, well, too bad, you've been off for too long, it's too hard. No. If they refuse to even try to look to, to make efforts, that's a human rights violation. If the company legitimately cannot find something after they've tried, then it's a termination. They have to pay you your full severance. But you're not let go just because you've been off for a while. You're not terminated just because the company in the meantime has hired a replacement. Whether or not there's going to be a job is determined when you're ready to come back to work. Does it matter if the company has, say, a disability plan? It does not. And and a lot of employers have a disability plan, which is something that's going to pay the employee while they're off. If the company does not have a disability plan, you can still be off as long as you need to. Uh, that may mean you're not going to get that type of compensation while you're off. You can apply for uh, EI benefits while you're off. You can, uh, in some situations, also apply for a Canada Pension Plan disability benefits. But uh, the fact that they don't have disability uh, or disability coverage does not mean you can't be off on off work for medical reasons. Again, all you need to be off work is a doctor's note. That's it. If you have that doctor's note, you can be off regardless of whether or not the company has disability coverage. Should mention as well, of course, uh, Savan uh, Tamarkin, your uh, your partner. We do uh, in your corner on the uh, on the station as well, and you guys have the brilliant forethought of when you put this firm together to combine both disability law and employment law because they are like they're like yin and yang when it comes to the employment relationship. There's a lot of crossover between the two, right? Every day uh, there, we yeah. see cases there's crossover when someone uh, is on disability and then they get cut off or they were denied disability to begin with. And because that happens, the employer starts giving them a hard time. So, right. well, wait a second. We understand you've been cut off by the disability coverage. That means you're ready to come back to work. So you better come back to work or else. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. If you've been cut off inappropriately by the insurance company, we can deal with the insurance company and get them to, to make it right and either way, your employer cannot rely on what the insurance company says. They have to follow what your doctor says. It's sim- it. as simple as that. Going to move over to uh, another phone call here. Elizabeth, thank you for hanging on. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Great. How, uh, what's, uh, what's going on in your world, Elizabeth? Talk to us. Okay. Uh, my boyfriend died in September last year on the 4th of overdose and uh, no liver or failure. And apparently he was working for a gentleman who is a contractor by the name of Nilton. Now, when he died, Nilton owed him uh, 
one and uh, one and three quarter weeks of pay. Because he died, Milton refused to pay him because he claimed he cannot pay a dead man. Now, I told him that he can make the check payable to his children or to his estate because he has six children. He still insisted that he was not going to pay him. So I went to the school board, which he was working for, and the school board said they pay him everything. They pay the contractor everything, so this man should pay uh, the gentleman. His name is Joseph Sean Kennedy. And up till now, I've been fighting with him to at least pay the kids something out of what he owed them. And he's refusing. So so he owes him a, a week's pay or so? No, he owes him for 47, 47 hours. Okay, so if he owes the money, then yes, the estate can pursue that. The problem is a practical one. Uh, what I mean by that, yes, the estate can easily take legal action against uh, against him for those 47 hours. But okay. Uh, but the problem with that is, you know, there, there's costs associated with that. You know, you have to file some paperwork with the court. There's a cost with that, which you probably are not going to be able to recover. So the, the, it's a question of whether or not for the 44, you know, a week's pay or a week and a half or whatever it is, is it worth it financially? It's not a question of does he owe it. He owes it. It's a question mm-hmm. of is it worth pursuing? And it's probably going to be difficult to justify, you know, over probably what's something that's a few hundred dollars. Uh, to to take legal action. So, as a practical matter, Elizabeth, I don't know if you want to actually pursue it. Well, I talked to the labor board, and they said I was to send all the information in, and I should send it in before the 4th of uh, September this year, so they can go through it and see all... Well, okay. If if he was an employee, your boyfriend, then absolutely, the, the, the labor board can help you. If he was not an employee then the only recourse is to take legal action. So if he was an employee, you're right. You, you, it's actually not the labor board. It's the Ministry of Labor. Uh, you can file a complaint with them, and, and they can recover the money. Uh, and that, that actually doesn't cost you anything. So if he was an employee, absolutely, that is the right way to go. Elizabeth, appreciate the call. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell and one 225 talk That number is toll-free as uh, we move on here to, uh, to Keith. Hey, Keith, how are you? Not bad. How are you? Good, sir. What's uh, what's going on? Okay, I'll start from the beginning. In 2017, uh, the company I was working for declared bankruptcy, and we were bought up by Company B. Company B uh, kept us employed until, well, under the original company name until May of last last month, where we had to switch over to the new company name. Since I've switched over. Uh, I haven't been paid correctly. The last two pay stubs have been, well, I've lost $900 in the last two pay stubs. Wow. And uh, they also put my start date as of May 2019. Mm. But my original start date should have been, you know, July of 20, or not, not even 20, 1989. Wow. I worked for the company 30 years. Now, Keith, do you know these these changes to your compensation? Is that like a one-off thing? Is that going to be something that's going to be the same on a go-forward basis? What what happened there? Well, the, the second pay period, I, I figured they would have had it correct at the first pay period, and they said they're still working on it. So my question is, how long do I have to get them to get this right? Well, okay, so so they're not saying too bad, that's your new reality, you're making less money. They're not doing that. It's more of a kind of an administrative issue. Is that right? He's also cut my hours back too. I should also say I'm a, I'm a federally regulated company. Okay, so 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 let me make this very simple. 
if they've changed the terms of your employment, if they cut your pay, cut your hours, etc., you can potentially treat that as a constructive dismissal. And yes, you're right. Your service goes back to 1989, whatever it is you started with the first company, and you could easily be owed two years pay. Okay, you could leave with that severance. Doesn't matter that they're federally regulated. Now, if they haven't done that, if, if they haven't really changed, they're just uh, they, they, there's some mistakes with the, the pay, but they're going to make it right. They have two years, or you have two years at that point to to allow them to do that before you lose the ability to pursue it. So if they've made some changes on the go-forward basis to your employment, to the terms, you have a, short, a small window to pursue that, only a few weeks. Uh, if, it, if these were one-off changes or one-off mistakes, then, uh, then you can wait to pursue it uh, if that's what you want to do. So uh, I said to them already that I'm giving them one more pay stub, and if it's not correct by then, I'm going to be looking for legal solutions. Well, then, then that, that's that's fair. I mean, certainly, if, if the company uh, keeps making mistakes on your pay and you're making less money, then yeah, for sure, then uh, there's an issue there, and that that in itself can be a constructive dismissal. One of the things that I want you to remember is you're a whatever it is, a 30-year employee, 1989, not an employee from last year, just because of these these purchases. So that service counts, which means. If you're ever let go or if you pursue a constructive dismissal, uh, you have a lot of service, and because of that, you're going to get a lot of severance. Okay. But you're saying that I should give them – is what you're saying I should give them two years to correct my pay? No. Uh, well, I'm saying if they made a mistake and they owe you money for the last pay period, and but move, moving forward, everything is fine, then you could potentially you know, have two years to pursue that $900 that they owe you. Uh, but if they make changes permanently going forward, then you have a very small window to pursue that. Oh, so that's what I'm worried about because they're uh, on the last two pay stubs that they've paid. It's all been starting rate with this company here, which is not what I'm at. So well, let's see what happens on the next pay stub. If there's still problems, why don't you give me a call off here and we'll we'll discuss exactly what to do. Appreciate it, Keith. Here is that number to reach out if that happens. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmenthour dot com. You still got some time here, a few minutes to give us a call. Four one six. 870-6400, star 640 on seller one triple eight two two five. Talk that is toll free. Moving on to Manuel. How are you, pal? I'm fine, thank you. Good. What's going on? I have a question regarding uh, retirement and and payment of money to the secretaries. I have a secretary that has been with me for more than twenty years. I'm implying to retire, and on, when talking about that issue, uh, she came up with the story that. It was a similar case of an empl- that her friend uh, had where the boss retired and they had to pay her um, a lot of money. She said, a lot of money. Yes. And I said, uh, I don't know. You see, I have no idea. So I guess she's hinting that if I'm going to retire, I have to pay her whatever I have to pay. I don't know. So, so let me make it very clear. If she's out of a job because you're retiring or because you closed the business, what have you, you do have to pay your severance. And because she's been there for 25 years, it could be as much as uh, two years pay that you have to pay her. But one way to, to avoid that is to give her advance notice of when she's going to be out of a job. So if you know when that day it is, you want to give her notice. If you're able to give her two years' notice, let's say you're retiring in two years, just as an example, and you tell her, okay, uh, effective uh, July 1st, uh, 2021, uh, uh, I'm retiring, you don't have a job, at that point you won't have to pay her anything. If you're only able to, let's say, to give her six months' notice, 
then you still have to pair the difference between 24 months and uh, six months and 24 months. You still have to pair the, the, the oh, difference. Oh, I see. It has to be in order for me to, not to pay anything. It's about two years. About two years, because she's been with you for that long. Yeah, yes. about that. It could potentially be a bit less, but two years is probably the the safest amount for you. So you mm -hmm. can give notice, you can pay yeah. severance, or you could do a combination of the two things. Okay. The, the question following is, if I have to pay because I didn't give her a notice or whatever the reason was, whatever the reason is, and uh, there is no money in the company, it's uh, incorporated, but there is no money. We, we just barely you know, pay our bills and pay ourselves. Right. There's never money in the company more than maybe $2,000, $3,000 at any time. What is then, it? And I am the owner, the only owner of the company. Like it's incorporated, professional. So if the company is incorporated, she's yeah. employed by the corporation, and if there's no money, then the reality is the company does not have the ability to pay. Now, she can try to enforce against any assets the company has, equipment, property, accounts receivable. But if there's still no money, then I guess she doesn't get it. She won't be able to go after you personally uh, in most cases, but uh, she may be able to enforce against anything that the company owns. So keep that in mind, Manuel. Appreciate your call, Manuel. And that's the way we will wrap it for another evening. The weekend shows are on the way, of course, and you'll catch Employment Hour in 30 on Global TV and CTV. You want to get a hold of the order now, it's one 821 5900 help at employmenthour.com. The first place you go anytime you want to know about your severance, you know it's severancepaycalculator.com. This has been the Employment Hour on Global News Radio. Go Raptors!